Hi, welcome back to your Friday fast one. This is our short episodes of about 10 minutes that's keeping you up to date with your prolapse news live every single Friday. Thank you. And it's lovely to have people joining us already. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Maybe just type in the chat where you're coming from today so that we know we've got our US-based listeners or our Australian listeners. It's welcome to everyone. Thank you for waiting today as well. We're starting a little bit later because I needed to attend my little girl's cross-country running race this morning, which has been postponed for months. So it was nice to be able to get out there and see her today too. We are going to be talking about prolapse forums or sometimes known as I think most of us know them as free Facebook groups. We're just going to really dig into what they are, how they're useful, how potentially they're not useful. And then at the end, I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I think. So this actually came from one of our very loved community members in our private space. She talked about how she found a video on YouTube, which was about Pilates, and it was really helpful. But in that, the instructor gave four really clear messages for women with prolapse. And one of them that I want to discuss today, it said something along the lines of stay out of online forums uh, for prolapse. And our community member who reached out to us said, well, I'm not so sure about that because I've seen so many benefits for herself by being part of this community. And so the question begs that when we are looking at information about prolapse, be it YouTube, be it Facebook, anywhere, when someone is giving uh, not, not an instruction, but a tip like that, stay out of forums, I'm curious to find out a little bit more about that rather than just saying, oh, that's good advice or versus not good advice, I'd be curious to know where this YouTube Pilates instructor gets that thought process. Like, has she been part of forums before? Has she potentially had a negative experience in a prolapse forum? That's where I'm thinking she's coming from. She also said to stay away from Google because it's all doom and gloom. I'm here to tell you right now today, it doesn't have to be that way. We have a private online support group And I can tell you it's anything but doom and gloom. (laughs) So we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. I think from our committee member's point of view, she said that the evolution of our online spaces has transcended in her time, I guess, from being less doom and gloom to be having a lot of really quality information from women with lived experience, as well as now we're getting these amazing experts in this pelvic health space come and join these forums as well and offer that level of support that you would probably only get if you pay for an appointment, say like with a women's health physiotherapist. So I agree with my community member in that sense that we really are tapping into and getting access to lots of information. Now, I know as a a new mum, when we get a lot of new information, it can feel overwhelming right? Breastfeeding versus bottle feeding versus this. Don't don't cuddle your baby. Do cuddle your baby. Let your baby cry it out. Don't let them cry it out. All of this conflicting information is overwhelming. So if I'm thinking from a kind point of view, that Pilates instructor on YouTube probably should have added a little bit more information and said, 
maybe don't join the forums because you could be overwhelmed with conflicting information. If that's the case, then I agree with her. However, what I guess the most important thing when you're looking for a prolapse support group is what is it that you're wanting to get out of it? And that's a question you would probably want to ask yourself. And so I think it's important to find out what it is that you need from that support group. If you're just new on this prolapse journey and you've got no idea what it is, you're hearing these big words like rectocele and cystocele and you're like, a what? <laughs> what is that? What does it look like? I, I remember thinking and I was telling people in the very beginning that my bladder was falling out of the opening of my vagina when in actual fact it wasn't. It was the vaginal wall from the cystocele is the part that I could see. So as we go along our journey, we learn and we get this information. And I'm telling you, I probably got that from a forum. <laughs> I don't think it was ever explained to me from a, a medical professional that I saw. So there's definitely a place for it. If you're just wanting to have a level of emotional support because you get diagnosed or you feel like you've got it and you haven't yet been diagnosed and you feel like you're the only one. Like, why is this happening to me? I don't know anyone who has prolapse. I'm telling you now, sister, you do know people who have prolapse. Either they don't know it themselves or they know it and they don't want to talk about it. And that's fair enough. When we're looking at our statistics from the Continents Foundation that up to 50% of women can experience some level of pelvic organ prolapse within their lifetime, that's huge. To think that you are alone when you join these communities and you can see yourself, you're like, oh, that happens to me too. Oh yeah, I need help with that. You start to feel less alone. And that's the whole idea of forums. Now, I could go one of two ways here. I could say, I could be a real fence sitter <laughs> and say, it's up to you to decide. If you want to go in a support group, do it. If you don't want, then don't. But I'm actually not going to do that today. I'm going to be really clear and succinct. Here are the tips I'm going to give you if you are considering joining an online support group or forum living with prolapse. Number one, join two groups and two groups only. I actually don't think there's that many to choose from, but from what I have been in and what I have seen, there might be less than 10. I would pick two of them and I would pick the two that are in opposite time zones. The reason being, if you're up at 11 o'clock at night and you just want to ask a quick question because it's been on your mind all day, you can jump onto a forum and guess what? Someone is going to be there from somewhere around the world. You can have that answered pretty much straight away. Having the two different time zone also gives you two different perspectives from around the world. So you can actually compare and contrast a little bit between those two spaces. Number two, if you are ever feeling like that group doesn't have a good vibe for you, it's not feeling like your jam, the people seem maybe a bit doom and gloom or maybe too happy or whatever it is, there's a couple of things you can do. You can leave the group. You can pause the group. In Facebook, it allows you just to pause the group for, say, 30 days, and then you can come back. Or like with us, if you choose to leave our, our Tips and Tricks group, guess what? You're always welcome back because this is your journey and this is about you. So by all means, if you need to take a break and leave a group, do that. The next thing is try not to get caught up in difficult conversations. And I think from some of the groups I myself have been in, 
and then someone comes in with a response to a question and you think, wow, that's icky or it's heavy or it's harsh, don't continue the conversation. You do see it when people say, oh, what do you mean by that? Oh, that's really nasty. And then the back and forth comes and it sucks your energy. You don't need to actually participate. You can ignore that whole conversation. And if it was your post, you can go back and delete it. If you don't want to continue the conversation about that anymore, just go and delete the post from the group. You have all rights to delete your content. And I have not seen it happen in our space in the last three years, which our group has been active, but I have seen it in other spaces. Sometimes it can be hard because guess what, ladies, we're all emotional. We're all on the edge. And if you're in pain and if you're not feeling great, it's really hard to take away that emotion, that that emotion from the conversation. So it's never going to end well. So I just say, just don't, don't continue the conversation. Simple. The next thing I want to do is, uh, what are we up to? I've lost track. One, two, and three, I think. Tip three, if you are in a prolapse forum and you're finding it really helpful, engage with other posts because I sometimes see women come in and they ask questions and then they don't participate. So they don't support their fellow sisters. And that can be really hard if you're starting your journey. I get that. And that's totally fine. But if you've seen information somewhere else and you think you can contribute to the conversation, then just give it a go. I think the more we can support each other, the more we can share, the better. I know I'm going over time here, so I am going to wrap this up in terms of support groups. Interestingly, this week on the podcast, on the Wednesday, full episode with Tor Palfrey, we talk about this very thing. Her choice was to stay out of online forums for prolapse. They were not helpful for her. My choice is to be in forums because I find them helpful. And so can you see we're two different women, similar prolapse, different opinions, and that's totally fine as well. So you do have to follow your journey and what works for you. We also talk about prolapse um, forums and Facebook groups in our new book, The Tips and Tricks for Living with Prolapse Guide, Your Ultimate Guide, which is coming out this month to support Pelvic Organ Prolapse Awareness Month. So just hang tight. We keep saying it's coming, it's coming. It's just a couple of delays with technology side of things. So thank you for your patience. I hope that's been really clear for you today. I would suggest joining an online forum if you are looking for information, support over Google, by the way. If you would like to join our free online Facebook forum. You are more than welcome. We'll put a link down in the show notes. You can request to join. So with our group, we vet the process as much as we possibly can. We only want women in this group who are currently living with prolapse, who can offer support, who are willing to share a little bit about themselves because I feel like it's got to be an equal exchange of energy. And we do the best to try and keep it as safe as possible. The last thing I just want to mention about groups and forums is that we here at Brave Mama are looking into finding a better space where we can organize the information in a better way. Obviously, all social media platforms have limitations. And with our Facebook group, we've got over two and a half thousand women from around the globe. We've got three years worth of content of questions and answers and amazing support really positive, uplifting things as well. And 
really hard to find what you need, even for me as a moderator and an admin of the group. If I'm like, oh, where's that post where that lady said this was really helpful? It's really hard to find. And so we are currently looking in the back end at trying to find a platform where the information is going to be a lot easier to sort, like in pessaries and newly diagnosed or pelvic floor safe exercises. Watch this space. We will keep you updated, obviously, in that free Facebook group. And it's going to continue to be free as well. So no stress about that. Thank you. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm wishing you all a lovely weekend and day and join us for next Wednesday's full episode of the podcast and then our Friday pop news, which is live at 10 o'clock next Friday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, everyone, and bye for now.